My name's Leslie Peterson, and I help bloggers turn their modest websites into thriving online enterprises with SEO, email marketing, and a little hard love encouragement to always move forward consistently and with a plan. Hey, bloggers, should I start another blog? No, not me. I'm not talking about me. I'm saying that is the question that I get asked repeatedly. There's this allure to diversification. And I thought, well, since I've had my own blogging success and blogging blunder that I shared with you recently, I thought, why don't I talk about this, um, maybe why you should and why you shouldn't, based on what I have learned. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So I want to start with the challenges of starting a second blog. I think these, a lot of these would have been challenges um, even if uh, I'd seen a different trajectory for my not at all niched second blog that I talked about in my, uh, in that other podcast episode. If you haven't listened, you might want to go listen to how I failed royally and come back and finish this one. But uh, so, you know, even if that one had been successful and I was still running it now and super proud of it, I'd still would have had these challenges. Number one, starting from scratch means building up your DA all over again. And we know that DA, I guess since the core update, the DA has not been as important um, as it has been in the past, which is a good thing because, you know, there's lots of great new bloggers who haven't been around for a decade, but still have fantastic points of view to share. But it still makes a big difference in how quickly you can get things ranked and how you can handle really uh, competitive terms. So you've got to start from scratch. Oh, that killed me. I, my, my DA on my Atlanta site 60 maybe, maybe 62, but I think 60. And then the new one, of course, started with zero because I started a new URL. I didn't buy an existing one. And whoa, watching it move to 20. It like, took a year to move to 20. And I was like, geez, Louise. Okay, so there's that. Number two, you can spread your focus too thin. I think a lot of us, you know, think when we're trying to decide, oh, I'm just going to start another blog. You fail to forget that a blog is not just about you writing content. There's so much more that has to be done, especially if it's your business. And if you're doing any other business like like us, we I have this coaching business, so I have an email integration business, I homeschool the kids. Whew, my focus was really thin. And when you have a couple hours, you're just thinking, okay, well, what is the most profitable thing for me to work on? And nine times out of 10, the most profitable thing is that existing website already. The other thing is that uh, there's a knowledge graph about who you are and what you're an expert at, how Google perceives your authority. It's called a knowledge graph. It's, um, it's Google's knowledge graph. And they recognize you for a specific niche expertise area like that. So on top of having a lower DA, you might not have a knowledge graph to validate your experience and authority on a given topic, especially if it's a new topic for you. I'm thinking about me. I've been a master gardener for, I don't know, 
almost 20 years. I am, you probably can tell this based on all my examples, but I have tons of houseplants, I have vegetable gardens. Um, at one time in, in Georgia, I had 120 different varieties of hydrangea and I was testing them all. I mean, I am a plant nerd, people. There's nothing on the internets across the internet land that indicates that I know what I'm talking about when it comes to plants. Because it's all real life. It's not on the internet. So there's no way that Google would recognize me as a plant authority. There's no knowledge graph of Leslie, the master gardener guru on the internet. And we know now more than ever since the core update, since the helpful content update, how important that knowledge graph is. And the other thing is just your efficiency of effort. I mean, if you've got, I I alluded to this earlier, but if you've got 15 hours to spend, let's say, you know, you've got 15 hours a week to spend on a new project and that project could be working on your existing blog. I don't mean just adding new content, but uh, let's say adding new lead magnets, building a product, reaching out to customers, putting um, a new topic cluster together. I mean, there's a thousand things to do with a blog. And even those of us who had a blog for decades don't have all of those things done because it's usually just us and maybe a small staff. Uh, So when you've got 15 hours, spending it on the established blog yields more financial benefits than spending it on the new one. So why do people often want to start a new blog. I think sometimes it's because they see it as untapped potential, right? They think that um, it's it's this grass is always greener on the other side kind of thing. Oh, uh, you know, for me, I started a travel blog. Well, there's a lot more money to be made, I think, in other niches. I should have started that niche. I had this same thought when I was thinking about my new blog. I was like, well, I have this niche blog, and I know this other person whose RPM is higher than mine, and they have a national blog. Well, I maybe I should have done a national blog. Maybe I should have done a gardening blog. Maybe I should have done a keto blog. I mean, all those things. And listen, folks, the grass is always greener. It doesn't matter where your yard's planted. The grass is always greener on the other side. The other thing is that a lot of people say, well, I'm kind of bored with this one. I have a lot of interests and I want to, you know, uh, share all of those things. Like I love talking about my plants, right? So I want to share, I just started growing cactuses because I live here in Denver now and can't really grow cactuses well in humid Georgia. So I'm growing cactuses out here in Denver. I love it. I want to talk about it all the time. Um, But that doesn't mean I need to start a blog on it. Here's the thing, folks. The blog is the foundation of your business. It's your inventory, but it isn't the entire business. There are so, you know, writing an article is not the whole business. There are so many opportunities for you once you have an established platform. I can tell you that if we were still living in Atlanta, there's no way I would have ever started another blog because, again, after you know, 11, 12 years of building that blog, I have only scratched the surface of what the potential is for that. 
And I think that it's important to diversify, but we don't have to diversify across a blog. I mean, look at what just happened. Helpful content update, uh, April reviews update, core update. You know, it doesn't matter where, you know, what blog you had. They, most most people, not everybody, uh, were impacted by it. But if you were diversifying within your blogging business with products, uh, co- you know, brand rec- uh, brand contracts, uh, affiliate revenue, all sorts of things, then you'll be much, much safer than just building another, I wouldn't even call it a business. I mean, just a, a website with articles on it is not a business. It's so much, a business is so much more than that. So don't forget about that. So what are some valid reasons for starting a second blog? I think um, the most valid example or the most important thing to consider is, or exception to the rule, that's probably a better way to say it, is that if you've had a shift in personal circumstances or beliefs so that you no longer align with your existing blog, well, maybe then it's time to change. Here's some examples. Let's say you had a kid's blog and you're reviewing things like car seats and Pediasure and, uh, you know, cribs and all that sort of thing. And now you're an empty nester. <laughs> well, it, it it's going to be much more difficult for you to continue with original research and thought leadership when it comes to, uh, you know, which Pediasure your kids like better. And is it possible? Absolutely. It's definitely possible. I'm not saying that that's a reason why you should pivot, but I'm saying uh, as your life circumstances change, that might be a reason to fade off one and fade in another. Another example is what I went through. I have a hyperlocal blog focused on Atlanta, and I live outside Denver. And I have a fantastic team in Atlanta that is managing that blog. They've been managing it for a couple years now. I think we're coming up on three years that they've been managing it. And I think they probably got three to five more years in them. But the truth is, I can't keep doing a really good job of sharing original research from Denver. I don't go back there that often. So it would have made more sense for me to, if I wanted to continue down this track to start a Denver blog than the no niche, you know, travel everywhere blog that was my blogging blender. Um, So, you know, that's probably what I should have done. I'd be in a very different position right now. But um, it still would have been difficult, but it would have made more sense. Another example is maybe you have a cocktail blog. Maybe you're, you've been blogging forever about the best bars or best cocktail recipes and all that sort of thing, and you decided, like me, to live a sober life now. Well, it's kind of weird if, you're, if your name of your blog is something like, I don't know, uh, tequila and whiskey, and then you just want to do mocktails in there. So yeah, that's something you could hire a team to just update it and 
maybe not put a business around that blog, uh, but you could then start a different blog, some other realm, um, maybe on with uh, mocktails or, you know, a cactus blog. Um, so those are, I think, I think it's when our beliefs change, our our personal circumstances shift, and um, it, it no longer makes sense for us, then that's a truly valid reason to start another blog. But because we think that there's money somewhere else, or we think there's more money in starting two blogs, there's definitely not more money in starting two blogs. I I know, I, I'm 100% sure of that. Uh, because when you send out an email to a list of 500 or a list of 50,000, which one's going to make more money? Which one are people going to pay for, you know, more? The work, um, the work that you do or the time that you invest is just so um, rewarded so much more when you've got an established blog. So I would encourage you, if you've been pondering this, of course, you don't have to listen to me, but if you've been pondering this, I would think to yourself, okay, I'm not in, if you're not in a personal circumstances situation that um, that warrants a, a pivot, um, what else can you do to bring back some excitement, to open up uh, and diversify other revenue streams? Can you add a shoulder, you know, some sort of shoulder niche to your site, to your existing site, so you can leverage all the power that that existing site has? I mean, when I first started my blog, it was just Atlanta, and then it grew into the Southeast. And it turns out that all those people in the Southeast really want to work with us because Atlanta is the biggest drive market. So it worked out beautifully to think about not starting a second blog, but expanding on the one that we had, kind of looking at, okay, what's what's right next door that would work still on this URL? And uh, so those are my pros and cons. I, you know, like I said, I wish I had, um, I think that my personal circumstances did warrant a new, another blog. I just wish I had followed the rules that I knew were right and niche down, niche down, 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 down. I'm sure you've heard it a million times. The riches are in the niches and darn it if that's not true. But um, anyway, if you're thinking about starting another blog, I hope these points of consideration helped you and didn't confuse you more. If you want to talk about it more, head over to the Facebook group. I'd love to chat about it. Hey, real quick, this is Leslie just dropping in to remind you that I have several free resources on my blog right now that I'd love you to get your hands on. Just head over to lesliepeterson.com. The link is in the show notes below and grab my free blog post update checklist. Or if you're on a journey to fire up your blog's email newsletter, grab my free list of 52 newsletter connection prompts. With both of those, I'll include a video about how to use them to build a solid relationship with your subscribers or work towards doubling your traffic with updates. Grab both of those at lesliepeterson.com.